Welcome to Conservation Unfiltered, a podcast all about the North American model of conservation and your chance to dive into conversations about trends, research, and outdoor activities. It's time to get wild with the 2021 Conservation Media Award-winning host, Jason Creighton. Sure. So right now we have a little bit over 100 vendors. We're still kind of booking a few more in there last minute. They can range anywhere from, you know, alpaca, socks, anywhere to Avon. We have all kinds of food vendors. We have Cabela's coming up here. I know we have Kuyu, which is a big, big deal as well for hunting clothing. We have some laser engraving. We have all chocolates, you know, graphic companies and, you know, just all kinds of well-rounded events. Hey everybody, welcome back uh, to another episode here of the podcast and we have a special on location episode at the Keystone Elk Country Alliance Visitor Center, which uh, is beautiful, been here before, Uh, but the reason why we're having this episode now is so that you can do a little bit of planning because the Elk Expo that goes on every year, this year for 2023 uh, has been moved up and we're going to get to that, Uh, but I want to make sure that everyone has this weekend free so they can come up to the Elk Expo to experience what we're about to talk about. Uh, so if everyone, let's just go like we're doing cards here. If you could just tell everyone your name so everyone knows your voice uh, and just real briefly what you do here, um, maybe maybe your title, and then we can go ahead and get rolling. Sure. So my name's Morgan Lovendusky. I am the new director of marketing here at Kika. So I will be taking charge here at the Elk Expo. So I'd like to get to know everyone. So stop by and say hello to, to Morgan. Hi, I'm Brandi Haynes. I'm the ECVC, or if you will, the Elk Country Visitor Center Supervisor. Hi, everybody. My name is Ben Porkalob. I am the Conservation Education Coordinator here for the Keystone Elk Country Alliance. So let's talk about first, when is the Elk Expo? So the Elk Expo has new dates, so July 29th and 30th. So just want to make sure everyone's aware of that. We also have a time change on the, on the Elk Tag raffle and the PGC raffle as well. Yeah. So the reason why it got moved up was because the game commission decided we need to draw the tags for the elk hunts earlier in the year to give basically archery hunters more time to figure out what they're going to do. Because it was only what, like a a two week? uh, Not even two weeks. Not even two weeks. Yeah. And, um, you know, it was a great move. Everybody's happy about it that I've talked to. Um, it makes a lot of sense, you know, being a hunter myself, I know that if I w- were going on an elk hunt, I would certainly want to know more than two weeks in advance to scout, prepare, get ready, um, you know, make sure that I'm... Yeah, I mean, find an outfitter, absolutely. you know, whatever, all that different stuff that goes into it, especially for someone like me that lives, you know, two hours away, uh, it's going to be hard in two weeks to find time to get up here and like scout, like you said, scout, like find where I'm going to even go. Right. And having, you know, the opportunity to hunt an elk in Pennsylvania, you know, that that's a once in a lifetime for most um, opportunity. So you want to make sure, you know, you, you've honed your skills with your archery equipment and possibly gotten into some better shape for hiking and, and all of that. Yeah. So how many, you mentioned once in a lifetime, how many tags uh, for this year? So for this year, 2023, uh, there are 144 total elk tags. 
65 of them being bulls and 79 cows. The breakdown is archery season is September 16th to the 30th with 18 bull tags and eight cow tags. The general season runs October 30th to November 4th with 30 bull tags and 42 cow tags. And the late season is December 30th through January 6th. Um, and that would be 17 bull tags, 29 cow tags. And another thing that should probably be said there is that there are 14 hunt zones. And, um, you know, depending on where you draw your tag for which hunt zone, um, some of the hunt zones have more tags than others, depending on the season. You can get all of that information on Pennsylvania Game Commission's website. So now with this moved up date, we have at least, if you draw an archery tag, you get basically six weeks, uh, essentially, close to six weeks to sort of figure five, six weeks yes. to figure everything yes. out. Yes, six or seven weeks. Yeah, so that's that's awesome. That's great. <laughs> you know, that for those people, uh, hopefully I'm one of them. Hopefully you're one of them. Uh, but uh, that is, that's awesome. So that's, I feel like that's one of the big draws for the Elk Expo, right, is um, the drawing of, of the tags. Uh, the time change used to be 1 o'clock is now? Now 3 p.m. Now 3 p.m., so a little bit later in the day. So you have a little more time to get here, and that'll be on Saturday. And that's both days. So the Pennsylvania Game Commission got changed to 3 p.m., and then also the Kika Elk Tag Raffle, also 3 p.m. on Sunday. Yeah, so that, for those that don't know, that Kika tag is what other states would sort of call like a governor's tag. That is, you win that tag, you get the tag to hunt, is it any time in the season? Any zone, any, any weapon. Zone, any weapon. You get an outfitter, right? Um, is there taxidermy involved in that Taxidermy as well? is involved, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, it is like a, a catch-on. How much is it for, for one chance? So, one chance would be $25, or you can do a six-pack for 100 Okay, so, mm -hmm. it, obviously, you know, uh, a better deal as you buy more, absolutely. right? Absolutely. Uh, yep. And that money is going to where? Oh, absolutely. It stays here in Pennsylvania, and it meets all of our missions here at the Keystone Elk Country Alliance. So it's a, a just a big fundraiser uh, and a it really is. good fundraiser for the organization here. It is. It's absolutely one of our biggest, if you will, and it helps a lot with our conservation education. Uh, last year's funding went into the new building you'll see on the grounds uh, for conservation education. That's awesome. And mm -hmm. as a teacher, I love hearing that that word education out there paired with uh, conservation. I know that's right up your alley, Ben. Um all right, so there's other things for people to do at the Elk Expo. It's not just come here and, like, watch some ping pong balls get drawn out, right? <laughs> um, there, there's, right. This, is, this is a big event. I, I came for the first time last year, and it oh, – man, it's awesome. Like, <laughs> it, it is so cool to see all the different people up here, all the different vendors. Um, I got to speak with a lot of the vendors last year as I did, like, a special show just surrounding the vendors last year, and um, they're all, you know, characters and, and – very welcoming and uh, just love what they do. Uh, but there's also seminars, right? So let's let's talk about some of those seminars. I'm an, like I said, I'm an educator. I want to learn things. I want people to learn things. So what kind of seminars are going to be offered this year? Yeah, so I'm pretty excited about it, actually, because we have some new seminars this year and some new presenters. Um, le leading off, I'm going to go right down through it. Um, on Saturday, we have, um, right from the get-go, Pennsylvania's Elk Herd yesterday and today. Then we have, um, if you've heard of the Hunt Chef, Jeremy Critchfield, uh, Pennsylvania 
I believe born and raised. I know he. I know he resides down around Butler. Um, I actually met him a couple years ago and was very impressed with not only his skills but his presentation. Mm-hmm. And um, so we've been trying to get him here, and, and we did. Um, he's going to be here presenting at ten o'clock um, on Saturday. And then we have the Pennsylvania Game Commission bear biologist doing a presentation on Pennsylvania black bears at 12:30. Um, we have members of our Kika staff as well as Pennsylvania Game Commission talking about the Elk Smart campaign, which is more or less, you know, letting people know how to keep our Pennsylvania elk herd wild and why, you know, the importance of, of doing that. At 4 o'clock, actually, there's one in between there at 145. We have uh, Pennsylvania Game Commission elk biologist Jeremy Banfield doing Pennsylvania elk, everything you wanted to know. At 4 o'clock, we have our elk calling contest, which is um, sponsored by Fox Pro Game Calls. And that, you know, is gaining momentum. Last year, we had a good turnout for that. And um, there will be plaques for those uh, that uh, place. And there will also be a youth event with that elk calling contest as well, which is a lot of fun. Um, The winners will also get some merchandise from Fox Pro. Um, We also have in our, so all of those that I just named, those will be in our new outdoor classroom, which is in the process of being finished up right now. the other schedule that we have for Saturday is in our original outdoor classroom, the, the uh, EM Jack and Jean Parker um, building, which a lot of people used to refer to as the Eco Building. Um, so beginning at 11.30, we have Bluebird Box building. At 12.45, we have Shirk's Guide Service presenting a program on whitetail deer. He has uh, gained a lot of publicity locally. Um, he, He's out of over near Bradford, and I know he has a great following, and I've learned a lot for him just following him here in the past year. So I'm excited about getting him here to do a program. At 2 o'clock, we have some live music, Dos Hombres. 3 o'clock is that elk tag drawing through the Pennsylvania Game Commission. All of those 144 tags will be drawn. Um, at 3.45, once again, we have more music by Dos Hombres. And then we have some live music also um, right out on the, the circle right out front um, by Nick Forsyth at 1030. So that's just Saturday. Um, there is another full gamut of program seminars on Sunday. So I'm just going to start with the new building, that new outdoor classroom. Uh, at 9 o'clock, we have Elk Smart again. At 10 o'clock, we have Hunt Chef Jeremy Critchfield presenting again. And at 12.30, we have the American Martin presented by Pennsylvania Game Commission fur bearer biologist. Um, That's something that's uh, very, what do I want to say? That's a hot topic, I I will say. We actually had him here, um, Tom Keller is his name, this winter. And what a great turnout we had and what a great program he provides. So for anybody that is interested in the reintroduction of the American Martin and um, and learning about that animal and you know if you're one of those people that thinks that's a terrible idea I, I just think you should be here to hear the facts um, because they are not doing this just on a whim um, so I, w- I learned a lot during that program and he does a wonderful job we also have for kids 
at 1115 outside behind the main building, we have a archeological dig going on, which we've done this a few times before. We have all kinds of cool stuff buried for the kids to um, dig up and learn about at the same time. So if you have any kids, 1115, we, we will be doing that on Sunday. In that EM Jack and Gene Parker outdoor classroom, uh, on Sunday, 915, we have paracord survival bracelet um, <clears throat> and keychains. We've done this in the past. Um, let's see, free. All these programs are free. That's another thing that's amazing. 1130, we have the Spotter and Lantern Fly program presented by Elk County Conservation District. So once again, another hot topic. Um, right now, you know, we don't have an issue, but it's getting closer and closer with that spotted lanternfly. So if you are somebody that cares about conservation of wildlife, you should be here to learn about that and what you can do to help prevent the spread of the spotted lanternfly. I know down in the southern part of the state, it's quite a problem. Two o'clock, live music, Danny Haynes. Three o'clock is our Kika bull tag drawing. And um, like Brandy was saying, you know, a huge fundraiser for us. Um, and, you know, to have the opportunity to hunt a bull elk in Pennsylvania for the entire season, guide is included, shoulder mount is included, the butchering of the animal is included, and um, as well as if you'd like to have it filmed. And then on top of that, you know, our quality bulls here in Pennsylvania, as everybody knows, um, are some of the best in the world. We've had this tag now, this is our 10th year having this tag, and um, in the 10 years, I know that seven or eight of those bulls scored over 400 inches. So, I mean, just amazing opportunity to harvest a true trophy. And then we have more live music from Danny Haynes at 345, and also that day on the inner circle right out front of the main building, we have more live music by Brianna Blankenship I'm excited to hear her. I've never heard her before, but I've heard a lot of great things. Then on top of all of that, we also have ongoing programs both days, like the atlatl throwing. Um, if anybody's ever, you know, had the opportunity to throw an atlatl, a lot of fun. If you haven't, you should check it out. Uh, once again, free. Um, we will also have antler scoring. We will also have... Um, PGC always brings their laser shot. They also have archery equipment for kids to shoot. Lots of hands-on activities as well. Oh, and I forgot one new one that was just added here not too long ago. We also have a canine demonstration by the Pennsylvania Game Commission that is also going to be on Sunday. That's a lot of stuff. <laughs> Did you get all that? Yeah, we're, we're going to talk a little bit more um, uh, about some of the different little things going on with like the vendors and all this sort of stuff. But it makes me feel a little sad that I'm going to be working. <laughs> when I'm here. Um, I felt that last year a little bit, you know, um, I did get a chance to take in the, the Kika tag drawing last year, which is, it's not just like, oh, everyone shows up and then, okay, they reach in, they pull one out. Like, they played a game with kids. A kid draws mm -hmm. a tag, I believe, every mm -hmm. year. Yes. Uh, the sheriff is in town. We, we play the heads and hineys <laughs> game. Heads and hineys game. <laughs> right. You know, it, it's a it's a show, um, and you know, you hear from Raleigh and you hear from some board members about the work that had been done the previous year. Uh, it really is. Uh, it, it was a lot of fun to get and get to see that for a little bit. Um, luckily for me. 
some of these uh, seminars I've already attended, right? Um, so you mentioned Tom Keller. Uh, he's been on the show. If you haven't listened to it, you, it's probably going to be a lot of the same information. But if you want to have questions prepared to grill Tom, uh, listen to the episode, and then, then you can do it. Um, I got to watch his presentation for, at the uh, Pennsylvania Outdoor Writers Association conference as well. And like he's very well spoken. Uh, this is this is a plan that's been very thought out. There's a lot of good stuff. Um, like I said, it's going to make me wish that I wasn't working all weekend, but uh, I'm really going to enjoy it. So what about, uh, you? Ben mentioned a little bit about the entertainment a little bit. Talk about the, the bands that are going to be there. So we have quite a diverse group of bands. You know, we can have acoustic, if you will, all the way up to a six-person band. Um, the Wrangler Band, of course, will also be back as they are every year. Um, and we have Danny Hayes will be here, that Brianna Blackenship. And I think there is one more, correct? Nick Forsythe. Nick Forsythe, of course. So, um, and Dos Hombres. Yeah, yeah, there you. There's so many. I think this year, what I what I'm excited about, if you will, we've added. You know, being we have that new building, if you will, so they're flanked at either side of the expo. So it's going to be a lot going on at each end of the expo at all times. So we wanted to make sure music was covered at both ends, if you will. Um, so we're very thrilled to have them come in and, and play for us. All very talented people, um, all a big part into the Elk Country. So, yeah, it, something that my dad and I, because my dad helped me work last year and he'll help me work this year, uh, something that we were talking about was that there were a lot of people last year. Mm-hmm. Um, how many people roughly end up co- sort of walking the grounds? 18,000? Yeah, it's, it's been right about 18,000, yeah, yeah. I know last year well, I was sort of told like, uh, maybe 20,000, somewhere around It's got to be somewhere in um, between there. It was our biggest year okay. last year ever. And, you know, what we were talking about was, well, you know, we were up on the hill, you know, by the visitor center. So, like, we could just see all these people. We're like, man, that's a lot of people. But when you go down and, you, you know, when I went to buy some food, I'd go down and walk, walk around. It's not crazy packed. Like right. you have room to move around. Whereas like when you go to like the, um, you know, the outdoor show in Harrisburg, there's obviously a ton of people there and it's very well spread out, but you just, you always feel like you're right next to someone and you don't feel that here. And now with having this new building flanked on the other side and being able to sort of spread it out even more, it's going to be a great experience for people that are walking around, if, you know, so don't be the, if you're listening and you're like, I'm that person that's like, I don't like crowds. There's crowds, but it doesn't feel like crowds here. It really doesn't. Right. And I agree with you. It's exactly what you're saying. So sometimes you get shoved into a crowd and you can't quite see what's, what you're going by. Um, luckily enough, that's that's exactly why we kind of strategically place things on different things, different times, different areas, if you will. So, you know, kids have an interest over here. Maybe the parents are over here doing something. Uh, there's something for everyone, but there's something going on in different areas at all times. Yeah, I, I like that that spread a little bit spread yeah. out atmosphere just because then you have time to talk to the vendors. You have time to talk to the people about what is going on, right? It, you, it's not just I'm moving with the flow. Like I, I can't stop. If I get stopped, I'm going to get run over. Um, but at the same time, there are a ton of people here. So that's that's a great thing. I think that's something that's been very well thought out here. Well, absolutely. And may I just mention too, in case for you know maybe the first time person coming, Um, Certainly, there's very limited parking, if you will, here on the grounds, but we have done a very nice job working with our partners at PGC as well as our local township to have those parking areas, which you will not miss. We'll certainly have them marked, but there's buses that will get you to and from. 
Um, there is a charge. There's a $5 charge, um, and that goes back to pay for the cost of the buses, if you will. So um, certainly well worth it. They're very good about getting you here and also being available to pick you up. Yeah, and that that was something last year that we heard a lot of positive remarks about from visitors was that the buses were running on time it was no problem get like you didn't have to wait in a big long line you know three buses pull out before you get a chance to get on they were Mm -hmm. there was enough buses and it was just a constant circuit and everyone seemed to be very happy by the time they got here and um you know being on that high perch i could see where the people were getting on the bus to go go home and again not a big line uh Mm -hmm. Maybe a little bit of a line after the drawing, the tag drawings, because people oh, tend yes. to leave after that. But um, even that, it's still not like a huge line to get on the buses, you know. So uh, it's very well run in the get people up on top of the hill. Absolutely. Yep, that was our goal. So let's talk about some of the different vendors that are going to be here. What are the um, what what like I said, the tag draws, the seminars, but there's more than just, hey, I'm going to learn something or, hey, um, you know, I'm going to listen to some music. There's a lot more to that. So just give me a quick rundown, if you could, Morgan, of just a, uh, some of the different varieties of vendors that we have. Sure. So right now we have a little bit over 100 vendors. We're still kind of booking a few more in there last minute. They can range anywhere from, you know, alpaca, socks, anywhere to Avon. We have all kinds of food vendors. We have Cabela's coming up here. I know we have Kuyu, which is a big, big deal as well for hunting clothing. We have some laser engraving. We have alt chocolates, you know, graphic companies and, you know, just all kinds of well-rounded events. Give a quick shout out to a couple of the local vendors that I know have been coming here for years and I'm sure are coming back again this year. Oh, definitely. So we're big supporters of Benizet, Benizet vendors as well. So the Benizet Hotel, Elk Life, we have Benizet Wines, all that good stuff. And then one of the big things too is Straub Brewery. Yeah, right? so Straub's a sponsor for us this year. They do special cans yep. um, and there's a photo contest uh, mm-hmm. with Elk on it and they this is sort of like the the big first debut debut yep. to the public, right? <laughs> yep. So we just finished up that contest. So John Schatz was the winner. So he had a beautiful elk photo that will be placed on the Straub Can in Oktoberfest. And that'll debut at the Elk Expo. You can buy six packs here. I think he'll also be here selling prints of that picture as well. Cool, cool. Um, so... I want to get back to this archaeological dig. I have an almost two-year-old son. Um, he'll be two by the time the Elk Expo here uh, you know, comes about. And uh, my wife's going to be bringing him up uh, to experience it. And he, just like every other two-year-old boy, loves <laughs> dirt and loves to play in dirt. So what? how is this archaeological dig going to work? Because I have a feeling he's going to want to get in there. And then we we might have to leave him here overnight <laughs> so he could just keep going. But how, how's that going to work for the kids? Sure. So um, Ben has that well organized. He allows so many per group per time. Um, and then that usually takes about a 20 minute, if you will, and he'll just switch it right around. Um, certainly he has a list of exactly what they're digging for. The next group will be digging for. Um, and then he'll probably take, you know, rotation of being able to have a moment to put everything back in there. But that is something that's somewhat new that he started, but it has drawn so much attention. And just like you said, so it could be a two-year-old, but I tell you what, I just said to Ben, I'm doing this because (laughs) how exciting is this? And, you know, you talk about your son getting involved in that. When my son was younger, the movie Holes was out. And I don't know if you remember that, but they dug holes for treasures. 
and that's all he ever did. So um, he's like, I'm actually going to come back and dig a hole myself again. <laughs> so <laughs> those folks are going to reminisce. We'll have fun. It'll all be, uh, like I said, there's just so much for everyone. That's what I love about this event. Yeah, it definitely is uh, family friendly. Right? Oh, for so sure. So we have, th- there's things for kids, you know, the, mm-hmm. like Ben mentioned, the, the PGC has, you know, the laser shot and they have their archery equipment where your kids can try it and adults can try mm-hmm. as well. Um, we have the archaeological dig for, for the kids. But then we also, you know, if you're in the music, you know, you want to hear some good music, come on up. Yep. If you like food, come on up. If you want to buy some crafts, come on up. If you need new hunting uh, camouflage, right, come up and, and see Kuyu. So there's there really is, as you mentioned, something for everybody um, that everyone can sort of really have a good time uh, when they're when they're here. Um, so what else do we need to mention about the Elk Expo? What else is you know? It, it's five dollar charge to get on the bus, but it's free to get into the Elk yes, Expo. Yes, there's absolutely no admission. Um, certainly, um, Morgan came up with a great idea for a bag for the first hundred people that walk through the door. So we have a really nice. Um, Kika Elk Expo bag, if you will, for the first hundred each day that come through, and it's a great way to carry your your goods as you're going through shopping. Um, certainly, we'll have some great information in there as well. So certainly, get here early and and kind of plan to spend the day, if you will. I, I can guarantee you, you will not be bored. <laughs> you will find well, something for everybody. And, and I guarantee you, you're gonna you're gonna spend at least twenty minutes, maybe all the way up to an hour, just in the visitor center with oh, the gift sure. shop, with the mm-hmm. education center. Um, we're sitting in one of the little education rooms now recording this, and like I'm looking at stuff on the wall. I mean, there's a fisher on the wall, there's a bear, there's uh, elk skulls and antlers everywhere. I mean, th- there is so much to do and look at just if you would come to the visitor center, let alone all these different vendors that are going to be around. Oh, right, absolutely. Certainly, like you said, and even the gift shop here will have sales that day. We'll have um, all kinds of different things going on inside let alone outside. So don't forget to come in. Oh, plus I always tell people sometimes during those times it's so warm. We have air conditioning in here. Come <laughs> cool off. Oh, yeah. yep. There were a couple times that would have felt really, really good last year. Yeah. And if you don't want to keep up with the information as well, so we have an elkexpo.com is our website. So that is up to date right now. We do have all of our vendors on there, sponsors. We have our list of events and all of our education as well. Yeah. So go to elkexpo.com. You can find, like you said, all the vendors. You can find all the information that you need. Um, it's something that uh, you know I look at regularly just to see like who's coming. Um, you know, who do I want to? You know, what vendors do I want to stop at? Uh, Benazet Wines is, is one of them. Definitely, my my wife loves wine, so I'm gonna grab a couple bottles for my mother-in-law as well. Um, but it also has all that information about like where you can park. Right. right. And mm-hmm. there is there a vendor map on there as well? There will be. There as will soon be. As we, yep. We're okay. working on that right now. So okay. stay tuned and keep checking back because that exactly is what's going to be yeah. added to it. So then you can sort of also plan out a little mm-hmm. bit, right? Because you don't want to uh, buy that big item, right? And then have to carry it around the whole time. Um, you know, sort of try to plan it out so you can hit it towards the end. Um, but there's going to be a set number of people, right, that aren't going to be able to make it. Um, so... What can we do, Morgan, for those people that aren't going to make it? Sure. So if you are interested in buying an Elk Tag raffle and you aren't able to make it, so you don't have to be here. You can live in Pennsylvania. You can live all the way in Washington State. You can purchase a Elk Tag raffle ticket online on experienceelkcountry.com. You can absolutely, we'll have some pictures and videos. We have a Facebook page as well for the Elk Expo. We have lots of updates on there. 
Okay. And then for Day of, uh, sort of, uh, I mentioned this on another podcast that I was on, sort of the big announcement, but I'm going to mention it on mine for the first time, uh, is that I'm actually going to be podcasting live on Saturday. Uh, we're going to start at uh, 9 a.m., and we're going to go until about 5 o'clock that evening, and we're going to have different guests on that are here at the Elk Expo. So if you don't get a chance to you know, take in some of the seminars or some different things, you can still get some of that information. Um, it'll be hosted on YouTube and on Facebook. Uh, we'll make sure we get those links out once we figure out exactly how we're going to do this, because that's something that Morgan and I, we're going to have to figure yes. out. Yes. <laughs> uh, we're almost there, I'm but gonna it's have still to get in the works. Stay yeah. tuned for yeah. details. Yeah, yeah. There's going to be <laughs> yeah. some details coming. Um, but just to give you just a quick sort of snapshot of some of the episodes uh some of the people that are going to be on during that live broadcast um we're going to have morgan Lewandowski on so one of the entertainers she's going to be on um we're going to have a past kika tag winner on in roy moon yeah. um he's like so passionate about it so wait till you hear his story because he's he's so he's in love with that tag it's, it's awesome it's gonna make me feel so bad because he doesn't live very far from me yeah. and i was here whenever his name got drawn and it was like that's so close like it was so close <laughs> to me um but we're gonna have him on we're gonna have uh one of the outfitters on as well to talk about how to go about getting an outfitter what you should be looking for questions you should ask um and then you heard ben talk about jeremy critchfield the hunt chef uh he's going to be on to talk about processing and cooking which as a culinary teacher is right up my alley i have so many questions for him uh and then uh raleigh uh, the CEO of Kika is going to be on as well, and then you'll get to hear from, from Ben as well, and we'll have some other random guests in there uh, sort of throughout. Um, so on the day of, you know, if you can't make it, and listen, I don't want you to use it as an excuse, you need to come because the experience is worth more than anything else. But if for some reason you can't, your kid has a soccer game, um, and you really – or maybe you're coming, but you're going to miss a seminar – Right. Or something like you want to hear uh, from Jeremy Banfield uh, will probably be on as well. If you want to hear what he has to say, but you're stuck, you know, at your kid's soccer game, throw in that AirPod uh, and listen to uh, the live live podcast that we're going to be doing that day. And then I'll also re release, you know, sort of separate those guests into episodes that I'll release later if you happen to miss one you really want to hear that day. Uh, but it's going to be uh, a great time up here. So, I, like I said, I don't want to. I don't want to have people use this as an excuse not to come. So definitely come up and uh, enjoy just what is a wonderful weekend. Yeah, and I think that uh, times have changed a little bit as well. So we're still going to open at 9 a.m. Saturday and Sunday. So I think we'll be closing down at 6 p.m. Saturday and then 5 p.m. on Sunday. So you can really spend all day here. Oh, like, no doubt. There's, there's enough to do. There's enough to see. There's it's enough. one of those places you can go around six times and still miss something. Yes, yeah. yes, absolutely. Yeah. And if nothing else, you know, eat all day. And yeah. there's, some, there's some great food up here. Yep, that's we'll have for breakfast, sure. lunch, and dinner options available. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, I want to thank you for coming on and talking about this. Um, I will see you in just a few short weeks. I know. Uh, I can't for, believe it's six weeks this. away. Yeah, this is crazy. But... Um, I know from what I've seen in the past uh, with the staff here um, and the volunteers. Oh, my. How sure. well run it is. I know it's going to be very well run again this year. So I am very excited to be coming back. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Just like you, I've been on a search for ways to tell the world I'm passionate about the outdoors. 
Things like a beautifully designed sticker, a well-fitting hat, or a comfortable shirt, all while working to help the outdoor community. Well, I think I finally found a company who checks all the boxes. Wild Rooted is an eco-conscious, family-owned company with a wide range of products, from stickers to shirts printed with algae ink and hat patches, key fob holders, and keychains made with a plant-based leather alternative called Miram. They have an inspirationally designed product for you. Not only that, but 10% of all profits are donated to our wonderful national parks and forests. It doesn't get any better than that. Head over to wildrooted.com and use CU Free Ship 23 at checkout to get your gear. That's CU F R E E S H I P 23 at wildrooted.com. 